thinking of that. I'm already fucking thinking of it. I'm like, how am going to put this shit together? <laughs> <laughs> All right, baby. All right, boy. I believe we are we back, back for good, everybody. We back. We still learning this shit, man. Yeah, we have technical difficulties. Yeah. Had to change up some settings, but we should not. I say should. I didn't man. say won't. I say we shouldn't have yeah. any more interruptions. Right? <laughs> Boy. All right, That's how you so know going something's going to be good. Is when, that's how you know something's mm-hmm. going to be good is when like it constantly keep getting like fucked with. And you're like, man. I was thinking that too, this bro. Shit up t- this shit going to turn out too damn good. <laughs> <laughs> But y'all ain't stopping uh, us, nigga. No, no. We got our peoples out here. They be, they be, they ready and wanting to see us all the time. So <laughs> can't keep us from that, now. Nah. Shit. All right. So where, where do we leave oh, off? So, so you were saying, you were saying, you know, shutting, shutting off, um, you know, the outside, the outside to kind of focus on your world. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I definitely agree. Like how we were talking a while back of, you know, um, taking taking a break, de- taking like a decompression time to yourself, um, whether, you know, it's a couple minutes, an hour, whatever, shut your phone off, you know, no, no public interaction for a while, you know, take some time to yourself to kind of come come to and and get back from yourself because everybody's, you know, everybody goes through a busy ass day and you get home or you get, you know, somewhere where you're finally like can rest and it's bombarded by something all the time. So you're like, well, fuck, I gotta, I gotta come, I gotta find the time for myself and relax and actually come back down to earth, you know, cause I've been fucking moving, moving, moving all them days. So and then by the time you're relaxing, you're like drowning yourself in social media and stupid clips and shit like that. Things that aren't contributing. You know what I'm saying? The shit that's not contributing at all. <laughs> Cause like, I, I think of like, I've, I've been thinking a lot lately, like a lot more than usual about how much we expose ourselves to artificial light, you know? Mm hmm. And I think of like, say if I'm a person that's always indoors, never going outside, my whole body is being fueled by something because light is fuel. When you go out in the sun, you fucking recharge your fucking body. So if I'm always indoors, I'm pretty much being fueled by something that isn't natural, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So if I'm a natural organism and I have all this coming in from the artificial, I don't think that's going to mesh well, you know, and it doesn't, it doesn't mesh well, you know, and these are the things that nobody really, I won't say nobody, um, I guess like say when we come, when we came up in school and stuff like that, we didn't, these things didn't come up. Like, yeah, we had a picture of what the sun is. It was just the sun. You know what I'm saying? There was no explanation of, you know, what the sun's benefits are, what it, what it does Mm -hmm. for us, you know, what it is. We had the, the scientific explanation, I guess you could say, which Mm -hmm. everyone believes in for some reason. (laughs) 
<laughs> if, if, it's, if it's said fucking studies by science, people just automatically like, oh, they they have to be right, you know? They yeah, they they, they know what's going on. They know. Yeah, they put so much uh, so much value in the opinion of scientists for some reason in the society, and I don't really know why. Like the more, and this is. This is coming from me getting in tune with myself. This isn't me like believing in a religion or in another book or some shit. You know what I'm saying? This just comes from me and what I see. And I'm like, I don't trust none of these motherfuckers, man. Yeah. You know? Like, and that's what that, at this point in my life, that's what almost everything like that anyone tells me. I'm just like, can I trust this information? You know? (laughs) Like, what, like, like say us as humans, like what the fuck are we really? We got everybody claiming mm-hmm. we this, we that. We claim we came from this dimension. We came from the earth. We came from fucking primordial ooze, motherfucker. Like everybody's just out here just throwing a bunch of information around <laughs> for you to for you to catch, and you just walk around yeah. confused. Like you walk around confused. Like what the fuck? Like everybody's saying this is, is this and that is this and that. And this is like, yeah. am I, su- am I supposed to adopt your shit for my life? Like, mm-hmm. what, what about what I fucking think about all this shit that's going yeah. on? So that's a biggie. And like going back to like motivational speakers and stuff, that's why I, I really stopped listening to motivational speakers because mm-hmm. once you start to drown yourself in that stuff, they become your influence, man. And, I want to make sure I'm influencing myself. Of course, you know, from time to times I might throw something on, but not like I was when I was kind of like in that, in that phase, I guess I needed that for the time being, you know, Yeah. But I got to, a, I got to a point where like, I don't need to be waking up. And the first thing I see is another person's opinion on a video. You know what I'm saying? I need to be getting in tune with, with me, you know, and I don't need to, even if I have these similar views with this person, I don't need to be letting this person influence like my decisions and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost like, it's almost like making, it's almost like it makes me feel like a puppet if I'm doing that, you know, and not saying that, um, not to take like advice and apply and see if it works and things like that. But I just want to make sure that I'm not living somebody else's version of what this whole life experience is. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That would be a mm-hmm. wasted life. To me, that would be a wasted life to live by the standards of so many others and never discover what my fucking standard was and then fucking be dead. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather yeah. find find out what my standard is. Okay, I can listen to your opinions and your perspectives and, you know, I can agree or disagree. And I can also mm-hmm. take some of the things I can also take some of the things that you tell me that I think like, um, hell, I never thought about that and really apply it to me. Yeah. And a lot of that stuff is very valuable. But at the end of the day, I want to make sure that from the roots of it, that shit's coming from this motherfucker right here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, so yeah. <clears throat> I feel pretty strongly about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Ain't nothing wrong with that, but you know, like, like motherfuckers uh, are. I'm I'm sorry to cut you off, but motherfuckers are. No, you good. Always trying to 
get you to latch on to their idea of shit. They're always trying to like get you on their side. So you think, think what they think and want to do what they do. It's like, nah, motherfucker, I don't agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Or I don't do that. Or I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? You can do that. Like within your life, like that's cool with you. I'm never going to try to come between you doing that, but that shit ain't mm-hmm. me, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's try what I was getting ready to say the same string thing. String me along to to be yeah. to be with you in your whole mental yeah. whatever's going on in your mind and how you think yeah. you know. And it and it's it's uh I was getting ready to say the same thing too in part and some of some of some of those people that are like that, like if you don't believe in their way, if you don't go how they say you need to move and stuff like that, like they're like Oh well, you're you're just gonna be a loser the rest of your life and shit. Like you're not gonna have anything, blase blase, all this shit, all this and that. And I'm like, who are you to tell me what what's gonna work for my life? I was like, you you ain't root this, you didn't make this, you you ain't done anything to help critique this my in my world whatsoever. So who who are you to say that? Because we've all got different ways of, of moving different ways of being. And you just happen to, you happen to find it faster than I did. So now I'm learning, you know, some things from you, but I'm not about to, I'm not about to uproot myself to become, to follow in, in, you know, in your footsteps and, and Mm -hmm. do it exactly how you did. So I can be where you are. Like that's, that's not how this works at all. Cause that's, if that was the case, we'd be a bunch of Kakashis, you know. We'd be a bunch of copycats <laughs> out here, and we we ain't got time for that. Not we not. It, it would suck to be in a world of everybody being the same exact way. Like, I see that when I'm white, like, basically. When I see that when I'm like when I'm around clicks. Mm-hmm. Because I'm the type of person I'm just pretty much always doing my own thing, but for some reason I can kind of bounce around different groups of people. So I kind of can see what's going on everywhere. So I can get a, and all these different groups, like let me in for some reason, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm seeing all that. Mm -hmm. And, um, in these different, in these different spaces with these different people, and that whole hive mind think the same is some bullshit, bro. You see yeah. how detriment you see how detrimental it is when you sit back and look at everybody that's involved in that. And then you start to you start to pick out the ones that really want to be themselves, but they feel like they have to be a part of that. Like, yeah, and you can just tell the. Uh, it's almost like you can just see through all the falsehood of what they're doing. It's like, bro, I know you don't want to be here. <laughs> you might just be. <laughs> It might just it might just be like a little too timid to be like, okay, I don't want to be part of this group or I don't want to do this activity right now. It's just like, I really noticed that. And that's why I stay away from like groups and shit like that, man. Like, mm-hmm. um, cause you know, I have my homies and you know, all accumulated, we would, you know, be a group, you know, if we were in one, if we were in one space, but I stay out of the, the group thing and the, the uniformity thing, like we're all this, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I, I, I stay out of that as best I can. Best I can, man. I, I just, I just want to be outside of that. You know what I'm saying? Now, if it's a group yeah. of people that are like-minded and everybody knows who the fuck they are, that's fantastic. 
But when it's sure. a group of people, if, it, if it's a group of people and you have a couple in the group that are influential and all the other ones are just fucking following behind and shit like that, that's very detrimental to a person's life to be yeah. involved in, some, in something like that, you know? And I was, I was talking, uh, so I, I finally like gamed for the first time in like a week and a half last night. And, uh, when I got home and, um, my buddy, Eric, shout out to my buddy, Arrow, because he, we, me and him game, we play Apex, um, with my buddy Red. And, uh, he was asking me, he's like, bro, he's like, it's been, he's like, it, it seemed like it's been forever since we game together. And he's like, what you been up to? And I was like, man, I was like, I was like, what? I was like, what do you? I was like, what did we talk about last time? Like, we actually game together. He's like, you said you were starting school, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, then right now I'm like, I'm over halfway done with school now. Basically, <laughs> he's like, shit, dog. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was like, I had shoots, and um, I've had shoots to do, classes. I was like, work. I switched positions at work now, and um, I was like, uh, I was like, me and my cousin have a podcast. And he's like, what? I was like, yeah. So uh, I was telling him about telling him about the podcast. He pulls it up. He's like, I'm gonna have to sit and like listen to these for sure. And he's like, he's like, cause I love. He's like, I love an opposition, like an opposite idea from what I think. He's like, cause it, it makes me think even more and, and sees their perspective too. And um, I was like, that's what I was like. That's the best thing because I was like, everybody can kind of. You don't have to even agree on anything. You can literally have a legit conversation and disagree but still have a civil conversation about shit. And mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, that's the dopest thing about the podcast world. Um, just about, you know, life in general, but you gotta have, you can only have those conversations with people that understand, you know, what they're about, who they are. Um, so, and I, I, I like, I like talking with him too. Cause he, he's got his, own, he's a, he's a doctor at that. And um, he's a chiropractor. So like we, we have conversations outside of outside of chiropractic stuff nor normally with him um just about life because i he i think he might be a little bit older than i am like he might be in his like mid either early 30s or mid 30s somewhere right there too because he 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 acts like it i've not i've not met him face to face but he acts like it for sure so with that like you kind of you kind of gotta take it until you meet that person you know but uh, he uh he's he's knowledgeable too and that's what i like about him is he he's got a different mindset he goes he's one of those kind of guys that goes against the grain you know and uh yeah i like i like finding people like that to put put in the certain to be in my circle with me um bro i feel you on that bro they are steady learning they're learning from somebody and then when we're all together, I'm learning from them, you know, so that way they say, they say, if you're the smartest person in your circle, that that's not a good thing, you know? So I'm, I'm constantly like revolving my circle and it, it, it's the dopest shit ever. When you can, when you see how your squad kind of like differs from where you used to be to where you are now. And then you can kind of see where it's going to go in the future too. So I like mm-hmm. that about, how how going against the grain kind of guys and people and females are too. Uh, so people out there in the world, men, women, young adults, you got to find those people, and they, it takes it's going to take some time because it's a it's a trial mm-hmm. and error kind of thing too. Because you got people that are kind of they cloak up 
who they really are and show you what you want to see. And like you said, that's, that's, that's some detrimental shit right there. Cause you come down the road and be like, when you need, when you absolutely need something and you, who who's going to be there. And those are the kind of people that are going to be like, they're going to throw their hands up. Like, I, I don't want no parts of it. You know, then you got that re- big realization and be like, Oh, these motherfuckers don't care about me. Mm-hmm. I've been spending all this time. I've been, uh, I've been being someone else for all this time just for them mm-hmm. to not really have my back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As long as I was here doing what they wanted me to do, everything was cool. But as soon my, uh, as I said those, those, as soon as I said those two small letters, two small letters, that you got to <laughs> say more to the motherfuckers. Everybody out there, mm-hmm. say the word no more often to people. Yes. <laughs> say yes. no more often. I'm talking about your kids. <laughs> I'm talking about your woman, your man. I'm talking about if you work for somebody, every motherfucking body, man. Say no mm-hmm. more often, man. Do not be this person that is just this fucking throw mat that says yes to everything, that gets overused, underappreciated. Fuck all mm-hmm. that shit, man. Say mm-hmm. no to motherfuckers and say it with courage and don't give a fuck what they got to think about it. Like they can go do that yeah. shit themselves. They can go do it themselves. Exactly. You know, you are you you're not a workhorse, you know what I'm saying? Um you're not a lackey to anyone, you know. Don't ever let anybody let you feel that way, man, because they playing mind games with you, man, and don't yeah. let them win. Don't let the motherfuckers I'm, I'm win. I'm hella strong on that. I'm hella strong on that because you, you can uh you can do the absolute best of your cap- to your capabilities for a place, and if to to anybody, if they're if they're willing to say you're replaceable on that spot, fuck them and bounce, bounce because that's you only got to tell me that shit one time. You, mm-hmm. you don't even need to. You ain't even got to repeat yourself. I'll I'll leave for you. You ain't even got to tell me to go nowhere. So. Um, so you know, you're not going to disrespect me. And that's, that's a huge thing of, um, like the, like the work atmosphere and in life in general, like you, uh, you threaten, so you threaten anybody with, you know, you're replaceable. Okay. Let's see how replaceable I am when you're struggling to get this shit going again with somebody new. So, you know, and that, they'll call you back and that's, you got to laugh in their face. Cause I, I, I've had to do it on two separate occasions uh, <laughs> last year and this last year and this year. So um, you got to let people know, like, because I'm one of the I'm one of the young ones at my dealership that I work at. I'm one of the young ones too, and I, I'm I'm more vocal than some of the some of the older people that work there for me. That work not for me. That work there with me, and uh, they've been conditioned. Yeah, and they, they've been doing this shit their whole their whole life, and I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't care. Like, I I've got enough skill to go any where I want to. You know, I can go do whatever the hell I want to and be fine. I like, I you need me. That's why you hired me. I needed a job at this at, at a moment, but I don't need this place at all. I needed a job, not this job. So the thing that's is, what, that's that what, whole thing, bro. We need one another, but it's like. Yeah. The problem with employees is they start to give these entities that they work for, they start to give them this power. 
You know, they start mm-hmm. to they start to show that they have this fear of losing. Yeah, and that that shit that shit corrupts a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? When they know they got they fucking mm-hmm. boot on your neck, and they know you ain't gonna do nothing but say, "Give me some more." Mm-hmm. Like they gonna keep they gonna, they gonna keep it all it. in front of you. Yeah, yeah. they are gonna use you. They are gonna take advantage. They gonna fucking abuse you because you allowing them to, man. So mm-hmm. that's one thing I can't say about like a job, like a job in general, man. Like you got to believe that if you lost that job, you're going to be able to make your way with what you can create. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And not rely on these other people to give you things. That's a big fucking problem. Relying on motherfuckers to give us shit, man. Instead of coming together, coming together and creating our own shit, you know, just, just the reliance, the reliance, the reliance. If you, if you continuously rely, you're not going to develop, any type of skills that are going to be beneficial for you. You're going to rely, 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 get used and develop nothing, you know, but strife pretty much, you know? So the reliance on, you know, the reliance on government for fucking food and instead of growing our own shit, like we should all, in our backyards, be be having fucking farms and shit, bro. Like, like real talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, not just going to the grocery store where they can, where they can control the market and the prices. If they want to fucking jack it up, they gonna jack it up. If they want to give us, and then they throw, they have all these so called deals in there, and that's all just bullshit. Like, it ain't no deal, man. <laughs> this shit comes, this shit comes from the earth. It's free. It ain't no deal yeah. that you gave that you give me fucking five of them for a dollar, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just all yeah. it's just a whole bunch of bullshit, and that's the that's the reliance thing, you know, like relying on these pharmaceutical companies to temporarily ease your pain and shit like that. There's shit that grows mm-hmm. out of the out of the fucking ground that's natural that you could use, you know. So this whole reliance on thing, man, and just it's like there's no uh, seeking of the knowledge to do it for yourself. Yeah. It's like, it's like, how can someone else do this for me? You know what I'm saying? And, you know, you just, you're pretty much just trusting strangers blindly, you know, Mm -hmm. shit is, it's it's, it's just not wise, man. It's, no, it's something that I've, uh, it's kind of something that I've grown to despise, like about this society, really, man. It's just a reliance on the government. When it shows us over and over, they don't give a fuck about the people, bro. Exactly. They don't give a fuck about us. They don't give a fuck, bro. They exactly. steal from us. They poison us. Lie and to us to our fa- and to our face at that. Lie to us to our face. To our face, and then say and pretty much say what you're gonna do about it. Yeah. And yeah. motherfuckers just still sit still and allow the shit to go on, and it's never gonna change until. Mm-hmm. We fucking we fucking change it, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But like we were talking about earlier, with all the distractions, with all the fucking moving like the Flash, everybody's moving like the Flash, yeah. running past running past one another, <laughs> not communicating with each other. Everybody just you know causing fucking accidents with each other and miscommunications and mm-hmm. just a whole bunch of bullshit that's been this shit has been created for us to live this fucking way. This shit didn't come from us. 
This shit came from some motherfuckers that want to control what we doing, and they doing a fucking good job at it. A real good fucking oh, job yeah. at it. You a know, so motherfuckers need to motherfuckers need to open open your fucking eyes, man. Like we out here getting mm-hmm. played, man. Y'all niggas need to open up your eyes, man. And stop looking at stupid shit. Stop looking at stupid shit that don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like a bitch twerking on Instagram, that ain't gonna do shit for our society or for our people or for your family. Nothing, man. So start really, start really keeping an eye on what the fuck you feeding yourself. What comes into yeah. your eyes? What comes into your fucking soul, nigga? Like keep an eye on that because motherfuckers is out here trying to control our minds, trying to control everything we do, our actions, our livelihoods. Fuck that. Fuck all that. Like, totally. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I could speak, I could speak as much as possible. Um, All I can really do is just keep living my life, nigga, because I will be growing my own shit. I will be, you know, I will be transitioning transitioning away from reliance you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and uh you know that's something that's fucking important to me man so i'm i'm not just gonna speak about it i'm gonna fucking do it you know what i'm saying so yeah. um i just yeah. urge i just urge people to get out of that reliance fucking mindset man because that shit's leading us downhill and motherfuckers motherfuckers is just you know, they got a fiery pit at the bottom of the hill that we all just fucking walking off the cliff into and just burning, burning up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, becoming energy for them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Real talk, though. Like, that shit I've really been wanting to get off my chest to motherfuckers, man. They're definitely on, like, a worldwide scale because it's not just here mm-hmm. in this in this country, man. That shit's happening everywhere. And... uh you got to have some motherfuckers that got the balls to fucking not only speak, but actually take action. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, and don't take this wrong. I'm not inciting anything. Um, I'm just letting you know how I feel and let niggas know they be, they getting played, man. Straight up. Like, if you can't see it, I'm here to tell you that you are. Because I fucking see <laughs> it clear as day. I see it yeah. bright, nigga. I see it brightly. It's very clearly. It's all around. Yeah, that we getting played, man, and uh, that shit don't sit well with me, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, yeah, man, we're gonna get you it. Anything to add to that, we're get it. <laughs> man? We can do a whole episode on that, dog. Yeah, <laughs> right. boy, I, I'm kidding you not. Like, I, I uh, we've gotten so depend, like you say, like we've gotten dependent, like a. a the world i'm gonna say america i'm gonna say america on this the usa has gotten so dependent on the government's move on everything and like they like they legit lead up leading us you know like we're like blind sheep like we're blind sheep and oh they're not gonna see this and once they start to see the realization of shit they come up with something else to to defer our vision from it Mm -hmm. um and there, there's some people. There's some people now that have made their stamp on on their way in America of how they how they go about, you know, go about life, and they don't go by government rule and all this and that and everything. Um, but I was thinking of when you were talking about that. I was thinking of how um, 
like some countries are a little bit more, even though they have a government, they're a little bit more self-sufficient on how they go about things like, um, like you got your rice fields, you got some places that do, um, like the, the, they do like, uh, fruit farming, rice farming, vegetables and everything like that, like your meats and stuff like farming wise and everything. And like, they don't, they don't let anybody hold them back from taking care of uh, what they need, what they've got to do as far as like providing for themselves and not looking for anybody else's hand at all. Um, I think that I've always thought like Chinese wise, like when they do in, out in the rice fields and stuff, I'm like, man, I could never, I could never put myself out there to fucking harvest rice like that and everything. But then I'm like, now that I'm older, I'm looking at it. I'm like, shit, that's, that's fucking I could do that. <laughs> yeah, I could do that shit. Cause mm-hmm. that, like, you got your own way. Cause now that they've got, not only are they getting, you know, they're making, not only are they having a, a, a food staple, but they're making like their own source of, their own source of income. They've got their own row, like water flow come in and everything too, like that. So that they've got multiple resources off of one big staple around them. And I was like, I could, I could see that. I can definitely, I can definitely get behind doing something like that and put myself out there to be like, all right, let me, let me do this shit and learn myself. Cause eventually I, I, I tell everybody, eventually this is what, this is what is going to end up happening is it, we're moving now into the crypto world. So everything's more di- money is more digitalized is more digital than anything. Now it's hard to, it's hard to come by hard bills nowadays. Everything's so digital. And, um, eventually like, like in the damn thirties, the stock market's going to crash. Money's going to go down the fucking drain again. And we're going to go back to bartering and having to trade to progress in life. So eventually we're going, we're going to be like, some places in China where they're they're using they're using grain to to trade for something that's going to help them advance to, for them to produce more grain. So, like um, for example, like trading trading rice for a wheelbarrow, trading this wheelbarrow for to us it's a it's a backhoe, but to them it'd almost be like one of those uh. I can't even think of the damn name at all, but it, it creates the rows and everything um, like it out, out there in the yard out there. And, um, you know, and trading up from that to uh, like a horse pulling that, like they're trading for it. They're trading up and up and up and up. Um, well, trading services. So we'll, yeah. So we'll, we'll eventually, I think we'll end up eventually full cycle coming right back to that again. Um, uh, here here in the future, and I, it's 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 weird because people don't believe me at all. People aren't believing that at all, and they're just like, "Oh no!" Like I got money tied into this, I got money tied into that, and I'm like, "Well, what you gonna do when all that shit's gone?" And the the bank and government's gonna be like, "Nah, fuck you!" Like we gotta have this because we gotta fight this this fight against whoever for our rights to live here in America. And I'm like, for what? I didn't cause that that fight at all. Y'all chose y'all chose what y'all said, and they they challenged you on it. So now you stand up for it. You know we're gonna we're gonna see what happens. 
I'm taking care of myself, so. Only thing the motherfuckers fight for is resources. They go and take motherfuckers' natural resources. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Why you think we got so much shit yeah. in this country? We got we got everything over here, bro. You think we just mm-hmm. got that shit? You think motherfuckers didn't take yeah. that shit by by force? You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what gets me. And that, I, come on, like that video, like that video I sent you of uh, the Haitian people, and that yeah. that shit bugged me out when I was watching it. I was like, yo, I was like, shout out to like, Haiti, baby. Shout out to Haiti. <laughs> I was like, he, I was like, uh, I was like. Uh, they they made it. They personified it as they were going in as a peace, like a peace kind of team going in there, um, trying to play them. Turned around, just like we was talking yeah, about, trying turn, to play, and we we peace. To, yeah, turned around and, and royally fucked them. Yeah, and the 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 people are you know Been I'm not gonna it. say finally or yeah I was about to say I'm not gonna say finally seeing it now, but it's finally coming to light that. That shit's happened, and you know they're pissed. They're pissed off because you got foreign invade. You got foreign people in your country fucking shit up, and you guys were fine. We were, you know, we were fine at this time. We were fine before you got here. You know, we had a little trouble, but it was with with ourselves. And y'all come in, and now it's ourselves, y'all, and somebody else now. And we're we're getting the we're getting the shit in the stick basically. And I, I was like, when I was watching, I was like, yo, that shit's. That's so disrespectful, you know, and they run off of they run off of a presidency and a mate or they run off a presidency. And something like something else. There's something else right there, too. But the president elects who runs basically like that, that, that part of the that that part of the country and whatnot. And uh, that's that's basically like. like old modern, like old and like Viking times of having um, earls and and kingdoms and everything like that and lords and stuff. Like you got one true ruler, his way his way goes, his way she her way it goes, and what she says like you got to do. And if you go against that, like you're getting you're getting you getting put on the blacklist basically. So. Yeah, shout out to Haiti though, because they they got a fight that they got to do twenty four eight. They got to fight every shout out to Haiti, every man. minute. U.S. quit fucking with Haiti. They don't want y'all niggas over there, man. Y'all ain't, yeah. y'all ain't gonna do nothing but go over there and just fucking deplete that that country even more. Mm-hmm. They've already been getting ravaged for fucking centuries, man. They don't yeah. they don't need anybody else's involvement. See, that'd be my big thing. It's like. What makes you think that you need to interject yourself in somebody else's shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. there has to, it, it has to be capital gain is the reason that they're going and fucking with them. You know what I'm saying? They're not going over there to help. This this ain't no, no. fucking humanitarian mission to go help motherfuckers maintain order, man. It's a fucking power move. It's control. Can you imagine going down the street and let's say it's fucking whatever country is their tanks are riding down the street because they're occupying your country. You know what a fucking occupation mm-hmm. is? A occupation is you come over there and post up and you say you run shit. Yeah. It's, it's bullying, yeah. nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what the fuck is happening. That's what's been happening. You know, just over the course of human history and it's still 
continuing, man. And it's a, it's a fucking, it's a fucking shame that motherfuckers think they can control and police the entire fucking globe, man. They motherfuckers have this immeasurable God complex that just needs to be fucking cut, cut down to size, man. It's, it's really ridiculous, man. I don't, I don't, I can't begin to understand or comprehend how these, how motherfuckers think that this type of shit is okay to do to people mm-hmm. and to, to do to countries and dude, it's just really getting tired of the shit. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I'm getting tired. Cause you know me, cool. man, motherfucker <laughs> like me, when it comes to like motherfuckers that bully, bro, that's, that's a big pet peeve of mine. Yeah. You know? And all I want to do is destroy the bully in any means mm-hmm. necessary, you know, of any of any kind. It doesn't matter who you are, what color you are. I don't like bully motherfuckers, you know. No. It's simple as that. I don't like motherfuckers that prey on who they know are weaker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They already have it in their mind. Oh, I know this person's weak, so I know I'm going to overpower whatever them. I want. And, and, yeah, and they're yep. going in with that mindset. You're just a just a bunch of fucking cowards, bro. Like plain and simple. Only cowards do that mm-hmm. type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit. And there are, there has to be another side that combats that shit. There has yep. to be a collect a collective of us that fight motherfuckers that try to bully motherfuckers or else yeah. they're going bu- to they going to bully us all. You know what I'm saying? If we don't, if we don't fight, if motherfuckers, it ain't, if it ain't motherfuckers like us to fucking stand up and be like, yo, you ain't coming in here mm-hmm. and and standing on it and be willing for it to go whatever direction it go. But it's like, we still going to stand our ground. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I don't like that bully shit, man. Like real talk. No. Man. I really don't. I really don't. That's what I, I like. Uh, I like, you know, like we've got, we've had militia in history we've had militia go against the government and everything and i mean to this day we still have uh you know some militia uh out there some militia people out there that are <clears throat> they legit let the government know like you're not about to come around here and, and fuck up what's going on that we you know they're the smart ones in this town. they're the ones we yeah. need to be behind we need to be backing yeah. and shit like that, motherfuckers that say, yeah. "Fuck y'all." That's what. That's who we need to be backing. We don't need to be looking at them like they're the enemy. And I, I, I advise, and this is I found this out the other day, and I it, mean, some it, of them are, you know, <laughs> yeah, some of them are racist I, pieces found, of shit. But <laughs> <laughs> I found this out the other day, and it, I advise everybody to kind of to, to do this is. Um, read up on the constitution, read up on your amendments and stuff. Cause they, I found out like, and it's, it's been a while, but you know, they, they say the right to bear arms. Um, and you can just, you know, walk freely around with, uh, with a, with a gun, you know, on your waist hidden or anything like that. Um, but they, they made that, they made that amendment for the people against the government. So you had your right to bear arms against the government, which is why these militia people have have got they've gotten that, you know, growing up of the government's not for me whatsoever. I need to be the one to fight back against, you know, whatever they they try to do to us. And um, well, they did that because they knew the potential for corruption. Yeah, they knew the potential for corruption. They knew that power corrupts motherfuckers, man. So they felt like they had to. 
put that in there like hey man mm-hmm. it's probably going this probably going to happen it's probably what's going to happen yeah so y'all y'all be ready and that's that's what they made the, that's what they made the amendments for were for the people not for the government to put their hand in and say oh it, the the constitution says this the amendments say that but this is what you have to go with what we say because we are the government we are the law and people get scared when they when they hear that and shit and you're like you, you can't you can't be when when these were made for us from the get go for us from the get go and the people that are in power now they're in power they're in power one to me they are scared they are scared that somebody else is going to do something to them and they're like well if i attack first if i if i'm in this powerful position they can't get me whatsoever um so that this is it's a power move but it's a coward move at the same time. So you're moving out of fear and, and they're moving out of fear in every, in every aspect. And it, it cracks me up to see it too. Cause when you, when you do see it, you're like, damn, like you really are just, just weak minded, you know, like you, you, you can't, you can't process, you can't move on your own without somebody without holding, without having a powerful position to, to say, I'm doing this is my way or you're out basically. Um, mm-hmm. That shit, that shit just it, it irks me to my core when I hear that and and people are like, oh, I got the right to bear arms. I'm like, you do, but it's it's not against us. It's not against each other. Like you don't have yes. to you don't pull your fucking you don't pull your fucking gun out on on your neighbor, stupid. Like you pull your fucking gun out on on government government opposition when they come to when they come to suppress you that's what that's for you see and real talk like you you supposed to be watching your neighbors back nigga like yeah, yeah. I, I love that if i go somewhere my neighbors are watching my fucking house you know what i'm yeah. saying um but it's gotten to a point you know even with the fucking uh with the pandemic and all that bullshit like it made us. Uh, it disconnected us from our neighbors. It disconnected us from our neighbors. Mm-hmm. It made us. It made us afraid of our neighbors. It made us not communicate with our neighbors. You know, in in fear of things. You know, it made yeah. motherfuckers. Motherfuckers started becoming snitches on their neighbors. Man, they got motherfuckers yeah, to literally. become snitches on their neighbors. Man, on some suck ass shit, bro. Um, <laughs> but man, hey, we're supposed to be a, sticking together, bro. Huh? You gotta write that down. You gotta write that down because that's gotta go. That's gotta go on the merch for sure. Sucker ass. <laughs> Either we gotta we gotta put that we gotta put that on merch. For Hold sure, on, I got too. my pen right here, motherfucker. Yes, sir. We gotta put that on okay. merch. <laughs> okay. What you, what you what you what you thinking? What you thinking? So it's gotta be like it, it could be. I, uh, you could, it could be like you a sucker at. Like you could, it could be like you a sucker ass, either like front or on the back or something, and like the logo's gotta be the the logo's gotta be like a chess piece or something. I, that's what I can see. <laughs> that's that's it. That's what. See, y'all right didn't there. know ideas is gonna be sparking live, did you? <laughs> That's good though, because that's that's true. Like that's and that was another thing too, is that fucking pandemic shit and that was that as as much as it's still kind of going on now, like 
at the time when it was when it was hella hella huge and everything and they were people were getting laid off and and people were like you need to be six feet apart and all this shit and stuff I'm like when did that come about because like you now all of a sudden like at one point it was oh let's we can all kick it we're gonna be we you know we're all next door to each other let's have this party all this shit and stuff and now it's it's the whole um Oh, the corona's killing people and everything like that. And I'm I'm like, y'all and my, my manager's with me on this because he we talk about this shit all the time. Is the virus had been around for fucking years as as a <laughs> just a fucking, literally as a flu, as a cough, <laughs> as a cold, everything. Like they just enhanced that shit so damn much and was was finally like was fine. Like, you know what? We've got a problem here. And they, they, I'm not going to say like a genocide kind of thing, but they literally umbrella corp, nigga. Like, umbrella corporation is literally, real. Yeah. Watch resident. Evil. Umbrella corporation exists. Nigga. They really went and was like, we got way too many people in America right now. We've not got enough, you know, resources for everybody and blase blase. So we're going to, we're going we're gonna to kill off. This is my, my theory. And people are gonna be like, "This is conspiracy." Well, fuck you. And they, they, they took it like we got. To, there's too many people here, so we need to start. You know, we need to start recounting population basically and fixing that. So it started in China, biggest fucking place in in the world. You know, that's got the most amount of people, and then it 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 split us like that. That's how it first started. Was Oh, the Chinese brought it over here, and now everybody's against Chinese people all of a sudden. So now that that racial <sighs> separation split started all over again. Like we just Stupid. we had literally just worked we had literally just worked through all of that, worked through everything, got all of us banded together because because we were legit coming against the government at that point, and then that shit happened, and then now it was now you got to be six feet apart and. Now you don't know who to trust because everybody was wearing fucking masks and stuff. So you don't even know. You don't know what people's intentions were. Bro, like I that. didn't know anybody's expressions, bro. I was like, no, nah, really thought like, because I wouldn't do that. Like, I wasn't wearing yeah. shit like other than when like when I was at work. But when I was out in public, I was like, man, fuck y'all. Um, but yeah. I was just walking around, bro, and I just felt felt like I was in fucking zombie land. It was just fucking weird, mm-hmm. man. That was a weird ease, fucking dude. time, bro. I yeah. was just like. This is I don't like this shit. I don't like being around these they, motherfuckers. I, I just it, like I was in the twilight zone yeah, or some shit. Literally. And you you like you said, you you didn't know anybody's intentions whatsoever. Um and everybody and then the government said, you know, if you're in this profession, you know, you do this, this, and this, you have to get the shot. Like they 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 try to force you to get it at that point. Not real people people freak the fuck out about that shit and not realize and read up on what was in that vaccine and vaccine at all. And some of that shit was wild as fuck. Cause I think when I, when I kind of looked into it, I seen some shit of like unborn fetus cells. Um, they had like, they had some other like stem cell shit in there and stuff. And I was like, this ain't shit, but nothing that's going to grow in your body when you have it, you know, I was like, they say it's, it's to prevent you from having it. So 
But if you think of alter it, your you look ass. Into that's it, what it's going to do. It, and, it, and, that's, and that's what it did is, is it, it altered, it, it legit alters your DNA. So you're, you're, your body's not used to some shit like that at all. So now your body's fighting it. And if you look around all these people that are in these professions and, and getting sick and stuff have come up with blood clots, everything like that. And their body has been shutting down on them because they've had to get that. They've been getting these booster shots, all this shit and stuff like that. So there's been, been a surge sick. in like cardiac events. Cause you know, I work in the medical shit. Yes. There's been a surge of yeah. cardiac shit and this has been fucking weird. Yeah. So it, it's it, been fucking it weird. Pushed, it pushed everybody and they were like, you got to get this and stuff like that. And now, you know, those people that er- that got it early and they, they were trying to push that on other people. Well, you need to think about everybody else. Oh, no, why don't y'all think about yourself? You know, first, like this shit ain't for this shit ain't for everybody. This virus wasn't for everybody. Like they put this shit out there, and uh, this is so much misinformation. Like people didn't know what to do. Yeah. Like, did Did you see the people at the fucking gas stations with gloves? Like they would have their gloves yeah, on. Yeah, pumping gas. Pumping gas and then open a door and drive their car with their gloves on. It's like, yeah. hey, what are you doing? Like people had no idea what they were doing. They were literally <laughs> just fucking robots, just fucking mm-hmm. going through the motion, do, 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 going through do, do, do. the motion. And I, as soon as they said, as soon as the, as soon as they said, you know, you certain places had to get mandatory, or they had to get mandatory like shots and vaccines and stuff like that. I was like, I guarantee. I told them right. I told my old job. I said, I said, I dare y'all to try to make me get one. I will leave this place. You Straight up, try me. But yeah, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing it. And um, I remember people at work. They were like, Oh man, what are you, what are you gonna do if they make us get it? Because they had us like vote on it. You know what I'm saying? And the larger percent of us was like, were like, eat a dick. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But like, if if it was, because you know there were talks of it, you know. But if it mm-hmm. would have if it would have become a mandatory thing, that would have been the last my last day at work, nigga. Like I don't care. I kid you not. Like you're yeah. not gonna force me to put yeah. some shit in my body, nigga. Like to stay here? Mm-hmm. Are you crazy? Fuck that. Yeah. And I, I I also I I I think I still think to now like I don't know if people have ever seen the show like Under the Dome at all, and how like there was a legit there was a legit town that got the government came in and put a dome over top of them and, and locked them in basically from the outside world and had uh, like military force all around the perimeter of it and stuff. And I, I, I still think like that's some shit that will happen. You know, they're going to say, cause at that point, like everybody that's gotten vaccinated and stuff. Now the government basically like tells you what you can and can't do legit now. You done took that vaccine and stuff. Because now, now, not only are you like at risk of anything else. Now they can they can tell you, oh, well, you don't have a job no more. Oh, you can't live here. You can't do this. You can't do that. Whatever. So they're gonna literally separate us, you know. And and the people that took it, I, me personally, I think they're gonna fall off a whole lot quicker than the people that haven't taken it whatsoever. Um, that that know, shit wasn't good for us, bro. No, that, it wasn't at all, and I, I swear, and I, I think that's what's gonna happen too. Is we're gonna get stuck in a, we're gonna get put in a, we're gonna get separated by a freaking dome, and it's gonna suck for a lot of people. I'm just that's when say. the real Resident Evil start. Once, <laughs> once that shit finally yeah. kick in after all these years, that's when the real zombies gonna come out. Then you know what's gonna happen <laughs> for real? It's gonna be some, it's gonna be some last Ronins up in this bitch for real. So, 
I'm gonna be out there lopping heads <laughs> off. Fuck I'm ready, motherfucker. <laughs> We're gonna be some legit last rodents out here for real. I'll be I'm gonna be hiding in trees. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be a real league. I'm gonna be a real league of shadows, Rude. motherfucker. The shadows. If the world Hell go to yeah. that. I don't care if motherfuckers hear me on this. This is recorded. If some shit like that go down, I'm becoming a savage in the world. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Straight up, bro. Mm-hmm. A savage to a savage to vanquish evil. That's what I'm gonna become. Oh yeah. Real talk. Are you you can you can label me a vigilante at that point. Oh oh hell yeah. You can label me a rogue, a ronin, a vigilante. Everything. Whatever. Whatever you like. I told them they're gonna, All they're, right. they're, gonna they're gonna end up coming for me, man. It's cause <laughs> I've not been sick and I've not been sick in that whole time that they had like the like the COVID was around. Like I worked the whole time. Like, why you ain't ever been sick? I'm like, hell nah. Like I know how to take Tell care me, of my bro. body and I, I... <laughs> Tell you, bro, you, me, you, you when you when you're strong, when you when you're strong and you're black, you're a target, nigga. Like motherfuckers oh, yeah. like us who Motherfuckers like us who who aren't just like physically imposing, but we actually have a fucking mind. We have mind, intelligence. Yep. That's motherfuckers' biggest fear, bro. But we here, nigga. Yep. So what you gonna do? You know, we here. You know, um, mm-hmm. and we gonna Come we gonna it. continue as long as we here. We are gonna continue. You know. Oh yeah. But yeah, man. Uh, I'm glad we touched on that, man. That was. Yeah, we. That was just a little small we portion. <laughs> We went down a rabbit hole. That's a for small real, portion right of what's like in we, my head. But we had we had to let y'all know that like, that's that's who we that's where we stand. That's who we are. Like that's 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 part of our identity of who we are. So yeah. now y'all got like a little piece of that. So that's what happened when you come we from got, <laughs> come from warrior class. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Real, yeah, real yeah. talk, man. You just, you just, you real feel the sense that. You, you, well, I know I could say for myself, man. I just feel this sense of like, I'm getting tired of evil shit going on. There needs to be mm-hmm. something else that's opposite, that's willing to, you know, go to the same lengths. You know what I'm saying? To destroy. Yeah. Yeah. That shit, you know, all that bullshit, man. It's all that bullshit that's trying to like drive us into the ground man or fucking blind us or motherfuckers want us like mm-hmm. this while they tell us everywhere to step everywhere to touch everything to do mm-hmm. yeah we, we ain't about that around here the shinobi podcast is not about that energy you know um no 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 alright so continue gonna on. change the mood a bit we gonna come back to this Ooh. Um, not today, but we're gonna come back to this. Yeah. Um oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have some other have some other people cha- on that are they on that too. Oh definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Wanna switch up the flow a little bit. Well let's uh um, let's give a round of applause for that segment. I'm happy I was able to get that out. Thanks everybody for listening. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it was beneficial for you. I hope it wasn't too raw and rugged for some of you sensitive motherfuckers. Yeah, but um <laughs> but um it's all love though. Um 
<laughs> at the end of the day, it's all love, man. And it's just us. <laughs> and uh, it's just us and our perspective. So don't be mad at us mm-hmm. because of how we feel. Mm-hmm. Kind of, that ain't even rational no. at all. No. Um, <laughs> but I want to hop into some of these shows, man. Yeah. I want to uh, I want to talk about something that don't sound like I'm cussing everybody out. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. You know what? Let's take a uh, let's take a quick intermission and then we'll come back to the shows. You can get your uh, you can get your shows in your mind and then we can come we can come back and knock out a couple. As y'all can see out there in uh in podcast land, I got a whole bunch of shit. But uh, we'll get through. We'll get through a few of these today, and then uh, we'll be closing out another episode of the Shinobi Podcast. All right. So you know how we do, everybody. Mm-hmm. We gotta leave y'all. We gotta leave y'all with a little something to soothe your ears, cleanse the palate. Yeah, cleanse the palate, baby. There we go. I like that. Cleanse that palate. All right. So we're gonna uh, let me check out my. Make sure our speaker is hooked up. Oh, no, no. Okay, I think it should be set. Oh boy, the day we have some employees is gonna be wonderful. Mm. Right, <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I can be like, "Hey, yo, just pl- you play this. We gonna ha- already had the playlist ready. They just gonna play it on cue." <laughs> <laughs> I'm speaking it out there. All right, right. that's how we gotta do it. So we're gonna take a brief intermission. King Shinobi, Mister Smooth Shinobi Podcast. Uh-huh. We're gonna leave you guys with a. Uh, Dope, dope, dope album. It's coming from the Jet Life family, Jet Life Recordings. This album is entitled Family Business. Family Business. We doing family business right now, bro. All right. Family Business, Trademark the Skydiver, Young Roddy, Jet Life Recordings. This song is titled On Demand. We're going to leave y'all with this song, and we're going to be right back with y'all, baby. Shinobi Podcast. And I can make a couple grand on a bad day. Riding rugged road over, got roaches in my head tray. Got liquor in my cup holder, got killers on my payroll. I'm on the pay so. But have I been yet? I go places they can't go. My homie on the run, got the 40 trying to lay low. I put a hand to sleep, I beat the cash is made up. I rub a
I swear she fucked me good and helped us take up. I went from AED, so for the man young. Declare her a year like Jerome Brown. My cousin Donna Bitty, Betty called at home. Sway made a honey grand with that trap found. Straight up, can't tell no pussy niggas pay up. Into these riches, I ain't trippin' off these bitches. Straight up, hate till them pussy niggas pay up. And I ain't got no patience, man. Stop taking with my paper, man. Straight up, hate till them pussy niggas pay up. Into the riches, I ain't trippin' off these bitches. Straight up, hate till them pussy niggas pay up. And I ain't got no patience, man. Stop taking with my paper, man. I'm forward on my grind, homie. I ain't got time to backtrack. Killers be like I hate tracks. Raps tight like a beast rap. Fillin' off in the paper. And these old black stabbing ass niggas got me watching out for they store. Girl, that's money over your pussy. Tap on pussy niggas be close. My only compliment to you know I get told me I'll get caught. Shinobi Podcast, Shinobi Podcast, Shinobi Podcast, Shinobi Podcast. We'll have millions of motherfuckers chanting that shit one day. Yeah. Never trust no ho, ho. 
Yeah. All right, baby. Mr. Smooth look like he back up in this bitch. Oh, yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> All right, baby. So we back with the Snowy Podcast. We are on... We are on the latter portion of the show. We about to close it out with a couple of shows. We want to hit y'all up with a couple of shows we've been watching and uh, clue y'all in onto what we dig, man. Give y'all a little info. Um, once again, that was Young Roddy, Trademark, the Skydiver. Album is entitled Family Business, baby. Family Business. Jet Life Recordings. Shout out to all y'all homies out there. Much love from the Shinobi Podcast, man. We appreciate y'all and what you do. All right. So, Mr. Smooth. Remember, we got remember we got sleeper shows. We got top shows. We got honorable mentions, and we got shows that you want to give another shot. What you want to hit us with? What you want to hit us with today? This is this show is called Lupin. It's um it's a French show and it's based off of an actual story, like an actual story. Um, and this guy's kind of stealth and uh, master of disguise, everything. Um, he's kind of he's kind of like uh, what's his damn name. Gold, gold something. I can't even think of the damn name. Can't even think of the name no more. But um, Lupin, I, <clears throat> to me, is is like a sleeper show. Um, there's some. Okay. It's a it's a it's a show you got to have the taste for because he he it is it's a it's a Family Guy um, who uh, growing up and everything he was so in love with this like story of of the real Lupin and as he grew up he found out that his dad <clears throat> his dad was this like notorious um I'm not gonna say like his dad was a notorious like shadow kind of guy. Um he had multiple disguises um you know he fought for what's right and everything he wasn't a vigilante at all because you could see his face, but you didn't know he was Lupin at all. Like nobody knew it at all. Um, <clears throat> so Assan's kind of taking this role now, and he uh, he is he fell in love with his like I'm gonna say high school sweetheart basically, um, and he wanted her to like him like him a lot. So he what he did is they went. She was a she's a musician and. They went to this like store. They went to this violin store, and uh, <laughs> he, she seen it, and they were gonna buy it, and didn't have enough for it at all. So he put his skills literally to the test, and went in and stole this like thousand dollar freaking violin for her, uh, so she could perform at this show. Um, 
but you know now he's older his son his son got kidnapped so it's always you know it's always something something keeping him from getting to where he's where like his main goal um which is trying to figure out what happened to his father um and in this in in this midst of what's happened is his son gets taken and now he's like he's fighting against the cops who are actually looking for him and they don't know it's him until um until later on but um he kind of gets back into a corner where he's got a his his nemesis basically is is uh you know either turn yourself in or your son gets it basically um but it's a it's a show it, it's it's so on the edge of your seat because you're like well what the fuck is he about to do next you know like Mm-hmm. What's his next? What's 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 Hassan's next move? And he bases he he bases his moves off of how the story goes. Um, That's what the black guy. And, right? Yeah, is it like set in like yeah. UK or something like London or something? Yeah, like it's, that? Out in, it's out in France. They oh France, this, well, France. This, oh yeah, you did say yeah, France. It goes, you did say France. It goes from it goes from France and somewhere it's somewhere else too. Like they because they they drive back they go back and forth. Um, so I, I think that is one of my sleeper shows for everybody. Uh, that is a I sleeper, really man. It. That's yeah, a sleeper I because really I've it. been wanting to check that out. I just haven't like yeah. press press play, but that was one I was looking at. <laughs> I was like, I probably I probably was like going through and wanted to click on it, and then I started probably started mm-hmm. watching some anime, some anime or something. <laughs> but that that's that's been one that I that I was wanting to watch. Like when it when it first came out, and they were really promoting it. Mm-hmm. Like that. Um, so I think I definitely gotta, it's, I'm gonna check it out. It's dope. There's, there's a scene in there that, um, and you could tell he's been doing it for, you know, some years, but there's a scene in there that where he's staying at, um, <laughs> you know how like every, every, like every ninja, every, like somebody in the shadows has got like this like base for where they go that stores, they store everything at. He's yep. got like um one of those like uh like big big uh big boxes uh like the metal the metal boxes storage bins basically that get carried on the boats and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's got one of those that he's done turned into um like a little storage unit and then he's got this house that's literally got paintings, statues, um uh, <laughs> just about every damn thing in there and uh he he likes to listen he likes to jam out the music and stuff and there's a there's a part where he gets crept on by this like by his nemesis basically and uh his nemesis kind of like leaves like this like side note of like i was this close to you and could have took you out oh i I could see you and you couldn't see me at all uh i thought that was i thought that was one of the dopest shits ever too shit they used uh, to do in vietnam and shit yeah, yeah. So he, uh, so he becomes he becomes uneasy. But you see, like his progression because he he doesn't care about a lot, but his family is is important to him. Um, him and him and his girl, they kind of have like a they ha- they hash it out, and she's you know she's like, you're bad for me, basically, and she tries to move on from him, but she can't at all. Um, 
so it's a, it's a tale. It kind of circles. It kind of circles. You know, each it kind of circles back around. You know, they 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 were together. They split, and then they come back and whatnot. Um, but he he is so protective of his son. You know, at, at any cost, it doesn't matter who's who's in the way, whatever, to get to his son and make sure his son is safe. He would he does whatever it takes. So definitely definitely check out Lupin on Netflix. It's dope as fuck. That's what, All right, that's there you go, baby. Right there. Lupin, shout out to Lupin. Yes, sir. That was Mr. Smooth's sleeper. Sleeper of the day. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's see. So, the Shinobi himself is going to hit y'all in the face with the top. A top Uh-oh. one for me. Uh-oh. All right. Um, and this show is a... Uh, it really captures that essence of a martial artist. If you live the lifestyle of a martial artist, you will highly relate to this show. Like, it really pays respects. It has lots of nuggets of information, like martial information, you know, and history in it. Mm. Um, and it's also fucking funny. And <laughs> that show <laughs> that show is called Kenichi the Mightiest Disciple. So that is actually an anime. All right. So we got an anime for my top one. Kenichi the Mightiest Disciple, man. Kenichi the Mightiest Disciple. Starts out, Kenichi is pretty much, you know, it's kind of that typical I'm a scrawny kid that becomes stronger. Um, mm-hmm. but they do it in such a great way, such a unique way, you know, through martial arts and through what he learns, you know, from his masters. But Kenichi's yeah. Kenichi's pretty much an insecure kid in school. Um, he would love to be one of the tough guys, but that's just not like his makeup. You know, he's smaller. He wasn't born with like physical prowess you know what i'm saying he's the type of person mm-hmm. you know just like when we were talking about naruto he was the type he's the type of person that's gonna have to work for every ounce of skill that he uh that he obtains he's gonna have to work his ass off for it you know so you have this kid kenichi it starts off with him uh because you know in japan which they should do that shit here you know but in japan at schools they have different clubs you can join so they have like mm-hmm. you could join the karate club, you could join the boxing club, you could join the judo club, you can join the archery club. Like this is part of the school curriculum, like these different clubs. Yeah. Which I think is like that's dope. Gen- that's genius. I would actually yeah. I would actually want it to go to school to schools like that. Um yeah. and they're actually teaching them life lessons through these clubs, you know. Um so Kanichi's part of the karate club. So he starts out as part of the karate club. Everybody in the karate club pretty much only let him in the karate club to beat the shit out of him. Ah, um, oh, damn. He, yeah, he comes across one of the kind of bulky, dumb leaders, you know, his his first bully. So pretty much his first mm-hmm. bully is is one of the top guys within the karate club. And, um, you know, he's bullying Kenichi, and Kenichi just gets to a point to where he's tired, man. He's tired of getting fucking beat on. He's tired of feeling weak. He's tired of feeling fearful. You know, he's he's just tired of that. No man wants to feel that at all. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So he starts to <clears throat> seek. He starts to seek these means of becoming stronger, but he ends up running into another girl. It, kind of by chance. Well, you know, mm-hmm. I don't believe in chance, but um, <laughs> he was he was de- he was destined to run into this girl. Um, and she takes a real liking to him. And the first time she meet he meets her. She beats the shit out of a group of dudes and he finds out she's like super badass martial arts master. You know what I'm saying? She just happens to be a new student at his school, you know? So they start to befriend one another and the story progresses. Kenichi finds out she actually lives at this place called uh, Rianzo Paku. So it's, it's a dojo, but there's a, a different master for a specific art. They all live in this mm-hmm. dojo. And her grandfather is like uh, the founder of the dojo. So she, her parents are dead. So she grew up with her grandfather. So she just grew mm-hmm. up learning all kinds of martial arts because that's what she was surrounded by. You know, so she's like super, super duper good, you know. Um, so Kenichi ends up going to this place and he ends up becoming the student to all the uh, all the masters. So you have a you have a karate kenpo master that's kensei you have my favorite apachai he's uh he's a muay thai master so he's teaching him elbows and knees and shit like that mm-hmm. um you also have akisame he's more of like the grappler judo shit like that um he also does like bone setting and shit like that as well um Oof. yeah sakaki sakaki is like a they call him like the fifth degree street fighter, but he does, he does like that old school karate, you know, like break mm-hmm. your face fucking karate, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> and he's a, uh, he drinks a lot, you know what I'm saying? So that's another comedic aspect of it. He drinks a lot. Um, the, the Kung Fu master, he's a very small guy, but he's like super pervy. He's always doing pervy shit to, uh, the girl. The girl's name is Miu mm-hmm. that Kenichi, that Kenichi's with. So he's always doing like pervy shit to me, you like, you know, the look, the comic shit that we were talking about yeah. a, couple ec- a couple episodes ago. Um, <laughs> and then you have Shigure, which is a girl. Shigure, she's like the ninja. So she's the one that that's going to teach him how to fucking blend in the shadows and use swords mm. and things like that. Um, you can always find her like hiding in the ceiling and stuff like, yeah. um, in, in different episodes so she like lives the life of a ninja and she she goes she goes around with this little pet mouse that follows her around everywhere so she has a little mm-hmm. pet mouse and shit and then you have the grandfather he's kind of like the grandmaster of everything you know so it just shows this progression of kenichi as he goes through this rigorous training from all these different masters so he just has this giant this giant hub of information where he can become stronger and start to take that out into the world, you know, with himself. But as he becomes stronger, he starts to come across, it's almost like level bosses. And it's almost like once he beats one, once he beats one bully, there's another one, a stronger one coming, you know what I'm saying? That he's going to need to train for. But, um, Kenichi starts to get stronger, you know, he starts to fucking start beat a couple of these bullies up and starts to get a reputation around school. So through this, he becomes the target of a group. There's another like gang at school. They call themselves Ragnarok. And they it's only like 
you have to like fight to get in Ragnarok, and I think they only have like mm-hmm. something like ten of them, maybe. Like it's only a couple spots. Every the other kids are just like if, like say if I was with the number six, number six has like foot soldiers under him. You know, what I'm saying everybody's mm-hmm. trying to get that trying to get that rank in, within Ragnarok. So after he starts beating up these bullies, and some of these bullies are you know part of, of part of Ragnarok or you know, kind of related to Ragnarok. So he becomes a target for Ragnarok. So now all these top people in Ragnarok are looking looking for Kenichi, trying to fight him. Kenichi loves plants, so he ends up joining the garden club. He ends up hiding out, like, up, up on the roof in the greenhouse during lunch yeah. just so he doesn't run into bullies trying to fight him <laughs> and stuff like that. So it's a very interesting show, man. It's real good. It has, uh, has comedy. It has heart. It has information if you're a martial artist you're gonna be fucking in love with it um because it, it's really true to martial arts um so kenichi the mightiest disciple that's an anime that's one of my top of all time one of my top of all time um yeah you guys should definitely check that out what what uh what platform is that on kenichi is on i know it's on hulu for sure okay. um yeah, I know it's on Hulu for sure. That might be, it might just be on Hulu. I'm not sure. Yeah, you might have to check, but I know yeah. it's on Hulu. Okay. I was gonna say, send me, send me the link for that too. Then, if you see like a, okay, if you when you find it, just send it to me. I might, I might be something. I might dabble in that today. Then watch that. Yeah, that's it. So. You, you won't be disappointed. You're gonna be laughing your ass yeah. off. It's an interesting <laughs> story. Yeah, you're gonna love that shit. All this right, is... so I say we. I say we both do one more and then we close it out. Yeah. But what were you gonna yeah. say? My, my uh, I was getting ready to say I don't know how to label this show at all for me because like uh, there's there's three seasons to it, and I wish they would have made more because they left it on like a cliffhanger. Um, but it's and it's a sports it's a sports anime. It's called Slam Dunk okay. and it's on Crunchyroll. And I was I found this just. I was bored because I think I just finished like all the Naruto stuff, um, and I think I was watching One Piece on Crunchyroll because uh, Netflix had, Netflix only showed like so much. So <clears throat> I was scrolling. I think I was scrolling through and I seen it. and I was like, I don't know. Like, and it looked it was old school, like like nineties style, like old school ah, anime you. look. Like it, was, it had that kind of like look to it. And um, I was like, I don't know. I was like, let me watch this. So. Um, the kid's name is Sagaki, and he he is he's no he's not a bully. He's not really a sweetheart either. Um, my man's in middle school. Like the show picks up, he they he's coming into high school. Um, uh, as a as a fr- he comes in as a freshman and everything, and in middle school, he he. He thought he was a shit because he was the tallest out of everybody, really. Um, he was just cool. He he was, you know, cool. He had his own little clique with him and stuff, and um, they looked up to him. So he he had asked out, like, every girl and got turned down by, like, all 50 girls that he had asked out. Um, Damn, that's bad the odds. Chick, <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> one chick, the one chick that he thought, you know, he had a, he had a legit chance with was uh, – girl he grew up with and um he asked her they're in high school at this point he asked her and 
she was like, no, nah, I'm, you know, I'm dating, I'm talking to so-and-so or I, not even dating. She's like, I want so-and-so this new kid that just transferred in everything like that. And he's a basketball player at that. So he, soccer key is kind of like pissed. He's, you know, he's done, um, he's put in all this effort and to only lose it to a new kid that plays basketball. So basketball is just like, has ruined his world basically. Um, <laughs> and he, he's, He's talk, talking to his friends, and uh, they're out like out just playing pickup. Like they're out on the court, you know, walking by and stuff. And um, basketball rolls to him. And he was like, "What's so you know? What's so fucking special about this sport? You know, there's there's nothing. All you do is take this basketball and you put it in the hoop. It's not that hard, you know." And he walks over and he he bear, he he does no warm up to this. Picks picks the ball up, walks over to the rim, and literally like jumps and when i say jump like his head is above the rim and he comes down and then slams it and everybody's like oh shit like <laughs> you gotta you gotta have some like specialized skill to be able to do some shit like that like just jump straight up no stretch no nothing no warm-up and just slam it and uh the Bro, guys i, I would have loved this in high be, school uh, uh, kids, like back, I back when too. i was playing <laughs> yeah hey uh so the guys the there's the guys on the team are out there, you know, just practicing around and they're, they're not really doing anything. They're just shooting around and stuff. And they see this and they're like, who, you know, they're starting to ask everybody who he is and stuff. And does he play basketball and everything? And, um, they do their whole mightiest to try to get him on the team and whatnot. Um, but he, he runs in soccer key runs into some trouble. Like he, he loves the fight. He loves the fight though. But the reason behind him fighting is, he doesn't. He doesn't stand for anybody being bullied whatsoever. He doesn't like that shit whatsoever. Um, I fucks with him. Yeah, he's like, he's like, you know, if you if you're this fucking big and you're picking on somebody smaller than you who can't defend themselves, let's see you try to throw hands with me. And my man, my man throws some hands. Like he he's not afraid. He'll take on he'll take on a a t- entire team to himself and got him. <laughs> he'll you know he'll. He'll have the swollen eye. He'll be like bruised up and shit, but he'll be walk. He'll walk away from it, and the rest of them. He'll be on down. that. He'll be on that Pacers versus Pistons shit. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> uh, Yo, the freaking malice in the palace. Like, he does. He does. And <laughs> my man is. Uh, he 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 comes once he you know once he gets to it he uh he he picks up he starts picking up basketball a little bit. He's like okay. You know, well, I see that it, what got him was cheerleaders being there. So he was like, oh, you know, okay, these girls are going to be there. Somebody's going to want me. So gets us all. I'll, you know, yeah. He's like, <laughs> he was like I'll, I'll see what it's about. And um, he, I'm not going to say he becomes a, he's, he's a natural, but he, he kind of like, he slowly picks the game up. Like, yeah. He couldn't make like he would be wide open on like a little a mini fast break like they would run in practice. He'd be open on like a mini fast break and miss an open layup. But I can relate, would, man. But <laughs> but Damn. could dunk but could dunk at any time, and uh, so mm-hmm. their captain their captain's the center. He he's been there all like he's been there for three years, and um, he's been a captain each year. And the new kid that come in was just this quiet. This is legit a Naruto and Sasuke kind of kind of duo dynamic duo. 
And um, <laughs> I say that because Cyber Key is blonde headed, and the the new kid that comes in is legit Sasuke style. Like he's black haired. He he don't care <laughs> about shit at all. You know, he just wants he just wants to he just wants to play so he can go to the league. You know, come to basically come to America and come go play in the league. And um, he they butt head so much, you know, and everything. And Sarki, he's oh, th- not. This is set in Japan. Like, it is, yeah. Okay. So he, uh, you know, he he's picking up the game. He's you know figuring out what fouls are, picking up how to dribble, picking up when to pass, how to pass, who to pass to, um, when to dunk, when to shoot, everything like that. Uh, he hits a milestone in the show of. He had always been able to. He'd always been able to. You know, once he got down, how to do layups and everything. He'd always been able to go to the rim and finish. But he got put in a predicament. A team put. Uh, they were playing a team that put him in a predicament where they shut down the paint for him. He couldn't get to it. He was hard for him to rebound anything like that because he was mm. their number one rebounder besides their center. Um, I like that from a writing sh- standpoint too. Like yeah, him learning the game and learning to find other ways and you know because you know when you're playing when you're playing basketball you're going to come against those teams that they got dudes that can rebound or they got shooters and you gotta you gotta adjust and adapt to every team so i love that aspect of that i like that he um he he slowly develops a mid shot a mid a mid game um his first couple baskets like he was embarrassed because he would shoot and it would look like it would go in and it would ring off, and he'd be like, "Oh my god, for real!" And you know, he'd be wide open because they don't test him at all. They're like, well, "You can't make it <laughs> out there," so you know. Oh. Uh, yeah, like no they, they disrespect my man. They disrespect him. <laughs> something serious. So he develops his mid game. He actually becomes like he actually becomes like their dynamic, their big three, basically. Like it's their center. He's a small forward, and their new their their transfer guy in as their shooting guard. Um. And they 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 become like the big three, and they go and they throughout the throughout the show and everything. You know, there's some fighting going on. Um, you got your team bond and stuff. You got your team. You got you know you got your team adversity and everything like that. Um, and towards the end, you know, they they come out and the big thing is their big showcase, and it's each it's their team versus each high school and whatnot um, in a tournament. And the team that they lost to in the regular season, they they were down because their captain was hurt. They lost by a couple points. They meet them again in like the finals, basically, and it becomes like a shootout game. And every basket counts. Every um, every step counts. Every pass counts. And, and the um, rebound because they yeah because they were they were and when I say evenly matched like they were evenly matched. There was there was. No other teams that could compete could complete or compete against these two these two schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sagar Key kind of his coach his coach didn't believe in him at first, and then you know he he towards the end of the the seasons like he's like he's like you know you're becoming a, a, a character or he's like you're becoming a guy that we want and need at all times. And um, in the in the finals like he he is uh, Key is just like. He takes he takes ownership on a lot of shit. Like he finally starts becoming a man at this point of um, you know his realizations of where he went wrong and like how he could, how he should have went about things and 
Um, now he's like, you know what? My team needs me now because my captain's hurt again. My team needs me, so I've got to do the rebounding. I've got to do the scoring, but i got to also be the brains to help to get my team in this too because they're going to target just me because I'm the powerful. I'm the most powerful one on the court right now. Um, so I, I don't know how to label. I don't know how to hear that show at all slam dunk at all because it's 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 a sleeper but it's not a sleeper like i think some i know what you mean know about that show mm-hmm. and it and it's it's in my top but it's one of those like if i had some other top ones just an honorable mention and you know gotcha but it, it, yeah it's that's a show like i was like i'm surprised I, it, it blew me when i like when i ran across it i was like i look i actually like this show you know and i was mad when when they when they stopped it and they didn't produce it no more. It's like, where is the rest of the show at? Like, I need more, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's all right. One of these days I have to write the writer and be like, listen, go ahead and make the, make season four. I know you have, I know you got it done. Just go ahead and put it out there so I can watch it. Now. <laughs> I'll leave you alone. <laughs> all right. So yeah. we got slam dunk basketball anime. I'm gonna have to check that yes, out. Sir. Um I That's a, I've never watched a sports anime. Out of all the anime I've watched, I've never watched a sports one. But that yeah. that whole concept that you were describing is interesting though. Like that's something I can mm-hmm. like sit and watch and it, Yeah. That's that's okay. how it looks too. Like that's gotcha. that's on Crunchyroll there. Um so Slam Dunk everybody on Crunchyroll. Slam check dunk it out. On Crunchyroll. And Crunchyroll is free too. Like, there's some ads that you're gonna have to deal with, but it's all right. <laughs> it's all right. All right. So, last one of the day. I'm gonna give you another one of my top ones. I'm a okay. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give y'all the good shit today. Um. All right. So this is one that used to, used to come on Adult Swim. Back in Adult Swim, uh-huh. just had just back when Adult Swim had that hell of lineup, but yeah. Um, this one is set in the, I believe it's the Edo period of Japan. And this show is called Samurai Champloo. So Samurai Champloo is a story about a girl named Fu, a guy named Mugen, and a guy named Jean. So it starts off, Fu is working in this, uh, She's working in like this tea shop where they sell dumplings, like, you know, a little restaurant, a little Japanese style restaurant. Think of, Mm -hmm. you know, the old Japanese setting, you know, where you would be on your knees and shit like that. Yeah. So she's in this place, you know, kind of, kind of a dead end type of job, you know what I'm saying? She needs to be doing something else. She's a young girl, you know, um, she ends up coming across these, uh, very belligerent, uh, Patrons, I would say, patrons oh. of the restaurant um, that are doing everything from threatening to cut motherfuckers' hands off to, you know, just lots of physical threats, lots of uh, disrespectful talk towards the women, especially. Um, so all this is going on. And in walks this kind of. This scruffy looking guy, you know, he, you can kind of, you can just tell by looking at him that he really doesn't care about authority. You know what I'm saying? He kind of walks in his own, he walks within, in his own aura. You know what I'm saying? So he comes inside. 
Yeah, he comes inside here. He comes inside the restaurant and he starts to peep what's going on with all the guys in there. Cause I think one of the guys is like the mayor of the village or something. He's a son. So he's just a fucking dickhead, you know what I'm saying? Abusing his power. So he's one of those kids that'll act like they're tough, but you slap the shit out of them and then they'll run and tell their dad. And then their dad has yeah. power. So their dad will do something about it. That type of motherfucker, you know, <laughs> suck ass nigga. Oh, um, suck ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but um so he comes in here and he's like he's trying to get a meal Mugen this guy is Mugen that walks in so Mugen walks in which Mugen Mugen is my favorite character because he's fucking he's classic I don't give a fuck type of character but you know he does it he has a heart you know what I'm saying but um, he walks in he's hungry so he's like hey I'll take these dudes out for some dumplings so they fucking negotiate dumplings Soon as she, soon as, soon as negotiations go through, fucking, uh, Mugen just starts talking shit to these guys to get them riled up. Then they pull their shit out and he just starts wasting their asses in the restaurant. So <laughs> while this is going on, we have our other main character, Gene. Now, Gene is what you would, he's your classic samurai. Now, Mugen, Mugen's dressed in like a, a button up that's open. He got shorts on. You know what I'm saying? He's like, uh, in a shirt, you know, just dressed all casual. His sword is on his back, you know what I'm saying? He's walking in like that. Gene's yeah. the more traditional, formal, I got trained by a master samurai with the kimono, has his two swords here, yeah. you know, very, you know, very precise, you know, as opposed to Mugen. Mugen, his fighting style looks more like, imagine Capoeira with the sword. Oh, yeah, so he's like all over doing oh, fucking cart cartwheels yeah. and spinning off his hand, Pretty and also it's yeah, it's reminiscent of break dancing too, his fighting style, but just yeah. with the sword, with the sword added. Yeah. yeah, so you got Gene, who's more of like precision, like he's the type of motherfucker that he's gonna be like this, pull it out, cut you, and get it back in there before you realize that you cut. <laughs> that's, that's that's his style. That's Gene. He's more like the calm, yeah. cool one. Um. Mugen's more of like the outspoken talking shit, like real motherfucker of the crew. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, while this is going on with Fu and Mugen in the in the store, Gene comes across like the actual lord of you know that area, and um, mm-hmm. you know they have bodyguards that are that are supposed to be these great samurai. Um, <clears throat> but all the government is doing is extorting the people, you know what I'm saying? They're taking a little bit of money that little shop makers are making and shit like that. And Gene starts to see this shit. So, and he's also, you know, looking for, cause he's a Ronin at the, at this point, he doesn't have a master at this point, uh, Gene. So he's mm. just kind of like wandering around as a Ronin. Um, so he runs into this little situation where the government officials are trying to fuck over the people and. He ends up wasting a couple. He ends up wasting these samurai and uh, making the making the Lord look like a bitch because the Lord, the Lord's only power was was his bodyguards. You know what I'm saying? That was his power. Yeah. When that was taken, when that was taken away, he was exposed. You know what I'm saying? So, so Gene does this, and they end up actually getting caught in this episode. This actually, this is actually the first episode. They end up getting caught, and um, caught and put in jail, tortured. And then they're about to be executed. So a couple of events happen. Fu helps them break out, but she only 
she only offers to break them out if they help them uh if she, if they help her find her father so she's she's looking mm-hmm. for a father so you know that agree they make that agreement and they, of course they get out of course because you have a show um <laughs> but the show is pretty much about their journey and everything that they go through and you start to get more of their individual backstories and they're doing everything together some some episodes they completely separate from one another but it's almost like destiny is always bringing them back to one another yeah. to, to go on this mission and uh by the end man it gets fucking deep by the end man but uh Samurai Shampoo, man. Check it out. It's fucking, it's funny. It has sick action. This, this show is very highly merged with hip hop. Like, you know, it'll go, instead of it transitioning into another scene, it might be like, you know what I'm saying? So there's, there's a lot of hip hop. There's a lot of hip hop infused into the Edo period. So the ancient time in, in Japan. So there's a lot of hip hop infused into it. So it's a very, it's a very unique show. Very unique show. Yeah. Characters, the characters are good. Characters have character progression. You know, you get to see why they are, how they are, uh, why they are in the state that they're in. And, um, it's definitely one of my favorites. It's one of those that I can keep watching it over and over again, you know? So that's another anime with you being. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say with you being a um with you being like a like a a martial artist, you know, <clears throat> you have you ever like tiered it out of like, you know, this samurai would, would beat the rest of these samurais. Is there out of we'll we'll put it like this, out of Jin, we'll say the black samurai and Zoro, out of those three, like who who's your who would be like number one or who do you think would, would in a last man standing would come out on top. Well, that's kind of hard to say with all of Zoro's power ups that he has, but like, yeah, straight, straight swordsmanship. I would love to see Gene and Afro Samurai. That would be a good one. I couldn't really mm-hmm. say who would win that one though. Damn, you gonna you gonna make <laughs> me start thinking of some some new segments. Listen. That would be interesting though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't Black, tell Black you Samurai right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. I figured because I was like, I, 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 well, that. well, I say those two because they are more. There's like in, in the, the Samurai Shampoo. Yeah, Samurai Shampoo. There's yeah. no extra powers or abilities or anything like that. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying this is just like straight sword, like just the path of the swordsman, like real shit. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying so. I think Afro Samurai and Gene or Afro Samurai and Mugen because Mugen's style is a lot different. And when Gene and Mugen first met each other, they instantly got into a sword fight. And the way they became cool <laughs> was the way they became cool was they couldn't kill one another. Like within that moment, like Gene, Gene was used to cutting motherfuckers down in like one swipe and yeah. shit. And Mugen, he was kind of like more of like a wild man. You know, his style is more di- He has like a more dynamic yeah. style. You know what I'm saying? And uh, they kind of have a little um, altercation and they end up not being able to kill one another. And that actually brings them <laughs> together in the story. And they're like, mm-hmm. and they even make like a pact. Like we're, we won't fight until we help her find her dad. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. you know, they just, they just end up becoming brothers over, over time. You know what I'm saying? But Dope. okay, when they, when they first clashed in the beginning, you know, and, and then the, the pact of uh, having their fight, 
after all this is done, it just kind of becomes like something that they say, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's not really going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. they, they they start to become close like brothers and shit, you know? So yeah. Yeah. Sam, Samurai, Samurai Shampoo is dope, man. Shampoo, you spell that C-H-A-M-P-L-O-O. So Samurai Shampoo. You could also find that on uh, Hulu as well. I'm pretty sure you can find it on other platforms, but I know I know that one's mm. on Hulu for sure. But yeah, that's another okay. man. That's a classic. Okay. That's another classic one, and another one of my all time favorites, baby. That must have been on Adult Swim. That must have been a ye- like long ago when I I wouldn't even I didn't even know about Adult Swim. It was a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's definitely a classic. To those who know about it, it's a classic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I have, to, I, have yes, to, I have to look into that too, then. That's going to be, that's getting added oh, to the list for sure right there. Another key thing. That's another one that I like in English. Samurai Shampoo is another one that I like in English. So you can listen to the dub okay. and, and it's all good. You know, you won't have to read no subtitles. So that's another one. All right. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I think you'll like that one. That's been good. All right, baby. That was a good one. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're putting the people up on these shows, man. Let them oh, yeah. watch some good shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, y'all got any uh y'all got any recommendations? Y'all let us know. Put them in the comments. Yeah, definitely. Because we we love we love new ones. We definitely love Yeah, we would definitely to love to know what your top shows are, what your sleeper shows yeah. are. Your honorable mentions and the shows that you need to give another shot. Maybe something happened yeah. in life. Maybe you didn't like it at first and you feel like you should give it another chance. Who knows? But yeah, let us know, man. We would uh we would definitely love to hear what you guys have to say. What and see what you're watching. Like what's uh what's influencing yeah. you, you know? I want I, I do wanna see like I do wanna see like one or two shows that you're like, nah, I just won't watch it and then tell us why you won't watch it at all. Because everybody's got like mm-hmm. Everybody's there's a couple of shows everybody's <laughs> like, yeah, you gotta watch this. But then there's shows that <clears throat> I like that you wouldn't like at all, or shows that you know you like yeah. that somebody else wouldn't like. So like I, I de- we definitely want to see that too and see, you know, because that's what that's what makes us all different. That's a different mold. And you can you can definitely tell what kind of person what kind of person they are by, you know, things that they watch and, and yeah. yeah. They like to grasp and understand stuff too. So we definitely mm-hmm. want to see what you wouldn't, what you would not like, um, you know, that you've seen that you're like, no, nah, I don't even want to watch this anymore. And, and let us know about that too. So it'd be good. It'd be good. So we can kind of review that too after a while down the road somewhere for you. No doubt. No doubt. All right, baby. That has been another episode of the Shinobi podcast. Give it up for the Shinobi podcast, everybody. We finished up another one. Uh-huh. We knocked out another one. We knocked out another one. Boom. All right. <laughs> All right, everybody. We about to roll up out of here. I got to get uh-huh. to my family. Smooth got to get to resting and recuperating. Yeah. Cleansing his body. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Before we leave, everybody. Look who's creeping up. Look who's creeping up. Look who's creeping up. We got my Jonah. man, Michelangelo. Jonah. Last Ronin, mm-hmm. I'm gonna work to get some more written tomorrow, man. So remember, I'm on part three. Remember, you can check out the Last Ronin part one and two on Wattpad. Check out the Wattpad app 
the app where you can go and read original stories, create original stories yourself, baby. So go on there, check out Last Ronin Part 1 and 2. Remember, Part 3 is coming. Y'all be patient with me, man. Be patient with me, but it is coming. Trust me. So mm-hmm. check us out, Last Ronin on Wattpad. Also check us out on TikTok. Check us out on Instagram. Leave yeah. us a message, man. Hit us up. Let us know what you think yeah. about the show. Uh, let us know if you have any recommendations or if you just want to chat, if you need advice, whatever you need, man, reach out to it. Well, I ain't going to say whatever you need. Cut that. Um, <laughs> yeah, reach out. <laughs> um, yeah, reach out to us, man. If, uh, if you feel the urge to reach out to us, man, we, uh, we welcome you with open arms, man. Um, Definitely. Like we said, like we said before, we're looking to create a community, man. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we appreciate everybody that wants to be part of that community, you know, so, um, Definitely. we appreciate y'all. Uh, hit us up on TikTok as well. YouTube. Remember to go on YouTube and subscribe to the channel. Um, it's been getting yeah. some pretty good traffic, especially these short, clips um it's been getting some good traffic so go on youtube man share that shit i need all y'all out there to share these fucking links man it doesn't take much to click subscribe nigga you know support every time you (laughs) click subscribe you supporting somebody you know when i come across something Mm -hmm. that is beneficial to me like a video on youtube or something i instantly subscribe to that person because i'm like okay this person is doing something beneficial He's giving me, they're giving me something beneficial. I want to, I want to support them. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't take much to hit that subscribe button, man. Share this. But I was talking to uh, Khalil the other day and I was like, our show, our show is going to be something that's going to slowly gain on people because there's a lot to absorb. So it's like, yeah. There's no, there's yeah. no reason, there's no what? reason to rush anything. This is going to be like a delayed <laughs> reaction for people. And then that shit's just gonna, you know what I'm saying? So, skyrocket. Um, I mean, the shit we talk about is a lot to take in, you know. Um, yeah. And we may, we we may be ahead of our time, you know what I'm saying, as well. But um, yeah, everybody, hit us up on all of our platforms. Yeah. Remember, the Shinobi Podcast is every Sunday. It premieres every Sunday at 12 p.m. So at 12 noon every Sunday, you'll have a new episode. We're going to keep pumping it out for you. Make sure you're checking for it. Make sure you turn on turn on your notifications so you know when we're bringing that new material out. All right? Um, lastly, we're yeah. still working on the Patreon. The Patreon is pretty much done. Yep. I'm just putting more material on there. So that way, when I unveil it, you guys will have a lot of videos to watch and a lot of value can be brought to you guys. Mm-hmm. But that's coming, baby. So be patient, and uh, good things will come. Um, Mr. Smooth, any last words for the folks? Yeah, we we, uh, we are live on Riverside every Sunday, you know, at, at 1, 1.30 to in between there. We are live. Um, so especially you guys seeing this on YouTube, you guys seeing this on TikTok, Instagram. You guys want to be a part of this world and, and live live feed, live questions, everything like that. Like, let us know. Cause we like, we would love to have you guys in here and, and get those responses to, you know, what we're talking about also. And it just, just a helpful advice, anything like that, that you guys are wanting or needing at the time being like, we are here. So if you want, you definitely want to be a part of that, let us know. Cause we can always 
um, we can always shoot you like an invite to, to the audience, to the audience like platform. And mm -hmm. that way you're in here and you can talk to us. You get to see us live and how we interact live and everything too. So come on, man. It's always fun <laughs> like that too. So come on, come on. Come check us out, baby. Yeah. Yes. All right, man. That has been another wonderful episode of the Snowy Podcast. Mm. You know, it's funny. Like we had, we had this direction that we kind of prepped for, and then it just went in another one, and it was perfectly fine. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was perfectly that's fine. Thing, that's the one thing about us too is we we definitely will we'll have we have a structure, but then we're like we just we let shit flow, and we're like, man, yeah, man. we'll get to it eventually. So yeah. that's that's how we that's how we like to do stuff. Like we like to have fun and enjoy, and just let it go, you know. Oh yeah, I want to uh I want to also thank everybody that's been actually coming up to me and saying how um this show is giving them value, giving them information. Um mm. I had somebody at the gym today say that that he feels like we're speaking for them, you know what I'm saying? When I was talking to the guy, so you know, when I hear things like that, it's just like, bro, we gotta we have to continue because this you know how we yeah. said before, this shit this shit's larger than us now. People are literally, people are literally looking at us being like, they're speaking for me. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. you know, if they're not, if they're not outwardly saying it and, uh, people are appreciative of that. Man. So, um, I appreciate all the feedback that everybody has been giving me Definitely. and, uh, we'll continue, continue, continue to, uh, keep bringing value to you guys as we grow, you know, we'll help you grow as well. And then, and mm -hmm. vice versa you know so um mm -hmm. shout out to everybody that supports much love to y'all man mr smooth you, it was a you. good one it was a great one always i'm tired as a motherfucker but we got it done you over there half dead but you got it done i told you i said that i said those, those technical difficulties we had earlier man it was it was because they knew we was going to have us a great a great session yeah so no doubt it wasn't stopping us at all no doubt it man, us but, at all. But you get some rest i gotta go take the family yeah. out we got, we're gonna have to run to the park or something get outside and uh oh yeah have a wonderful night man have a wonderful day to everyone out there man remember tune in shinobi podcast we premiere every sunday every sunday at noon on youtube yeah. spotify and we're also available on Apple Podcast. All right. Yes, sir. So much love. Much love from the Shinobi Podcast. We'll holler at y'all on the next one. Peace we'll see out. See you. Peace out. Much love, man. <laughs>